Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yes, you know who that is. That is the Southern River Band, the boys out of Thornley. And last week we were joined by Brad Hogg. Well, you know what? We've gone one better. We've got AJ Ty in the house. G'day, AJ. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. Gary, yourself? Yeah, good. Very good. Now, this is the Shelter Sports Cast. No longer the Shelter Footy Cast. We're going all through sporting land. Uh, we do do West Australian themes, so that's why you're here, AJ. We do this every Monday and Thursday. Socials, Shelter Footy Cast on Instagram. I reckon we're going to have to change it. I, I don't know. Shelter Footy Cast can't do it anymore. Thank you, Dan. YouTube, you can watch us. Podcast, you can listen to us. We do everything for Shelter, born and brewed in Bustleton. Now, AJ, do you know these boys? Do you know the Southern River Band? No, I don't. Do you like them? Yeah. Great. You do now. They're a WA product. Why yeah, not? correct. Correct. Thornley, the boys, uh, they're on a national tour shortly. They just finished up their tour with The Darkness. So they're, they're playing at Shelter Brewery uh, uh, on Friday, the 2nd of December. I'll expect to see you there, AJ. Thank you very much. Um, DJ Jenga will be there as well. So I'm, Genga, Jenga, I don't know. Uh, he'll be there as well. But the Southern River Band boys, they're on the national tour. So support them. That'll be great news. They're actually playing at the uh, uh, North Perth. What's that one? The Charles Hotel. Yeah. Charles Hotel as well. There you go. You going to come? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so AJ ties in the house. We're going to get through some uh, cricket for the weekend. Um, Scoey's a little bit dusty, I will say, and I look like a cowboy. I was on a Bucks party yesterday, so welcome to my voice. Shelterbrewing.com.au, you can find all the stuff over there as well. Now, let me just read this list to you, AJ. Australia, that's quite good. Australia, Australia A, Chennai Super Kings, Cricket Australia um, 11, I believe. I feel like that's Australia. Uh, Durham, Durham second 11. Didn't get picked for the first. Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire, second 11. Didn't get picked there either. Uh Jat Lions. Kings 11, Punjab. Lucknow, Super Giants. Northamptonshire, second 11. Perth Scorchers. 
Rajasthan Royals, Somerset, Somerset second 11. You spent some time in the Razzies. Sydney Thunder, Western Australia, Western Australia Chairman's 11, Western Australia under 23s, Western Australia 11. How many bloody teams you played for, mate? Yeah, a few. <laughs> I'm not sure about some of your pronunciations there either. Please correct me. Give, give us what, what, what I miss. So it's Gloucestershire. Okay, perfect. It's uh, Gujarat. Okay. Uh, Northamptonshire. Perfect. Not Shire. Perfect. Um, Did I get any right? Perth? Yeah. I got Perth scorched Yeah, tonight. you were pretty good with the rest of that. But <laughs> Yeah, Rajasthan Royals, you got right. I got that right. Yeah. Oh, you stuffed it up, did you, Dan? Very good. So, I mean, cricket's not a it's not a one-club one Game, is it? Especially now with the different tournaments going on. Well, it is for me in club cricket. So Scarborough, born and bred. Played there my whole grade career. Very um, good. But yeah, it's turned into much more of like a franchise franchise world. Obviously, we play for um, WA and, and Perth Scorchers for, for six months of the year. And then uh, we just try and keep playing all year round. So we'll go to England, we'll go to India. We'll go pretty much anywhere that'll will take us and and earn us a bit more money. How much time are you spending away from home? There's a lot of travel. Um, there is there is during COVID as well. Like a lot of them were in bubbles, so it was like proper hotel ground, hotel ground, pretty much stuff. But some years I've I've been pretty much playing cricket nine nine ten months of the year, but most of that's been away. So I'd be like in and out over summer. And then I'd go to India, straight to England, um, until August, come home, and then, yeah, start it all over again. You're a new dad. Yes. How's that going? Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, loving, loving our little girl. Um, yeah, she's starting to come out, of, come out of her fourth trimester, as they say now, and she's got her own little character, and yeah, she's a little beaut. Nice. Sleeping? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Perfect. That'll, yeah. that'll stop shortly at some point in time. Yep, yep. I'm sure it will, but that's okay. We'll take it as it comes. Right. So we're going to get through a bit of the World Cup. The, the, the Super 12s have got underway. Finally, we got through the qualifiers. Um, but before we get there, just going to go through, through some big moments of the round. Now, um, are you a footy fan, AJ? Yeah. Who do you go for? West Coast. Very good. Founded in 86. I was founded in 86. Really? Pretty easy. Okay. So yeah. you were born in 86. Yeah. Okay. Uh, happy with the year so far? Uh, this year, not great. <laughs> Hopefully it's... Uh, one of only. So, so there's, there's some uh, news in the footy world. Ross Lyon, has, uh, he's, he's been confirmed as the St Kilda coach today. Yes, I heard that in the car on the way here. Do you remember um, when Ross Lyon was coaching Freo against against the Eagles? Uh, not really. Highly defensive coach. Yeah, oh yeah. Do you, Parked do you, the bus, didn't Yeah, you? correct. Do you hold much hopes for St Kilda? Uh, no. <laughs> They were actually coming good, but I reckon they'll go backwards now. Yeah, I actually think the same thing. So, um, uh, international cricket returns to Perth. You didn't get to the game. You were playing Sheffield Shield, weren't you? Uh, I wasn't. No. No, you, no. Didn't, you, you didn't play I don't, I don't play that Red Bull stuff. Right. Like that's um, My allergies are starting to flare up just sitting here. <laughs> Do you want to have a quick look at that? <laughs> have a look. Just have a read of that one. What does it say? Worst performance in the final <laughs> under oh sorry best performance in the final under twelves five wickets for sixteen runs five for sixteen what's your best odd what's your best uh, take as a bowler uh, you beat five for sixteen I've got seven for four <laughs> eat your fucking heart out Dan. I reckon I, I've got a couple of eight fizz as well <laughs> at what level where are you pulling them out um, <laughs> I 
All right, the eight fizz. Um, I reckon they were in UK club cricket. Uh, but my seven for four was in suburban turf here in Perth. Seventh grade, suburban turf when I was wow. 18 years old. Wow. Yep. Have you played cricket forever? So you're kind of like a – you're almost like a mature age recruit, weren't you? Yeah, I, I was – yeah. I, I started playing professionally at 26. So that's probably why I had a few of those English second eleven teams in there. I yeah. was over in the UK playing um, club cricket but then trying to play – County cricket as well, so played a few second team games for Durham and North Ants and Somerset, um, and then yeah, nearly nearly got a contract over in Durham yeah. and would have played professionally over there, but they picked uh, picked a guy. I don't know if he's any good, um, Mark Wood. Yeah, they they decided to give him a contract. <laughs> he's over a me, big so. English bowler. Isn't he? <laughs> So I think you're going to say someone that was actually no good. No, no, he actually, yeah, he bowls rapid, so. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, good. So um, the Sheffield Shield, right, I, I want to move on to this, right. So there were some results on the weekend, WA uh, and Victoria drew. I see it all the time. Sheffield Shield, right, is it relevant in in to, to cricket? Like no one, I've never seen a person at a Sheffield Shield game. Oh, who who goes and watches these games? Oh, you get you get probably about 150, 200 people a day, maybe a little bit more. That's not um, a lot of people, mate. I know, but it's generally played midweek. Is it? Is it? Yeah. So that's so people can play club cricket on the weekends. Is it? Uh, sometimes it just depends on the fixturing that they might want to work it in. That you get one or two days of the weekend, or and then the rest midweek. But then that generally tease it with a. Like one day game, and they'll generally be. So on, what's on what's a weekend. what's your schedule look like at the moment? You just got back from. Just got back. We played. When did we play Saturday? So got back yesterday. Um, my next game for WA will be the fifth of November at the Wacker Ground. Yeah. And then I've got one more game, sixteenth of November, yep. and then that's me till Big Bash. All right. So I'll just be playing club cricket and, um, yeah, training. Is it is it easy to sw- slop in and out of sides? Like you know, read all the teams off the off the top. Is it hard? Uh, it's, it's hard remembering everyone's name. <laughs> I'm shocking at <laughs> the best of times. Um, so, yeah, that, that's probably the hardest part. And then just getting to know how each team want to play and slightly different styles, what the captain's like. And then, but one, once you, it's generally a game or two and then you, you're what, flying. What do you mean by styles? Like, you know, Trent is an ignorant cricket supporter that yeah, has no idea. Some, some, some teams. Uh, are quite defensive. They're like if like the, the field, yeah, the field options and where they want you to bowl and stuff like that. But then you know, I here at WA and Scorch we play quite an aggressive and positive game of cricket. So we always look to take if we're in the middle of something, we'll just go oh, take the positive option. Can you um can you tell the difference between successful sides and not, and the culture around oh, different yeah. teams? Yeah, like per- Perth and WA. Have been one of the most successful states forever. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell? Yeah. Um, AT, Ash Turner, our skipper um, for Scorchers, he and I both played at Durham this year. Yeah. In the T20s over there. And it, it was like we both came away from it thinking, wow, like they, they just, it's just a different feel. They weren't a successful team, but you can just see the mannerisms and some of the stuff that goes around it. And so how the players handle themselves is, you know, sometimes it's just a different different style of cricket over there. In right, England. right. Why? I don't know. 
uh, I think because there are 18 counties and stuff that there's sort of a lot of cricketers, so you get some guys who aren't quite as good. Is it a bigger cricketing culture in England than Australia? Um, I wouldn't say it's uh, – it's, it's tough to say, like, you know, cricket's big, but football over there is a massive – one like uh, the Premier League and yeah. stuff like that, they live and breed and die that. Um, whereas here, it's probably a bit more even between cricket and footy and footy because there's set seasons. Whereas Premier League starts in August and goes right through to like July. Do, or you, June. Have a t- do you have a team in the APL? Yeah, yeah. Who? Manchester United. But are we? Are we? Are we? Did you just start supporting them when? Yeah, my my auntie um, and godmother. She was. Uh, a Manchester United supporter and she had a shirt on. It was just pretty much the first time I'd ever... No one, no one likes Man United supporters, yeah, do they? no, nah, no. Nah. So if if someone's being hostile, I'll say I'm a Middlesbrough fan because that's where my dad's from. So <laughs> Is he English? Yeah, yeah both right. parents are English. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Does that make you English? Yeah, I've got a British passport. Do you? Yeah, that's why I was trying to play for uh, Durham. Right. So I could have... Could have eventually played for England and Australia. We really? Mm-hmm. So were you born here or born born here? Right. Yeah. Because I was going to say, you better not be an Englishman, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke to Mike Hussey on uh, 6PR, who's over coaching the Poms. Yep. That happens a bit now, eh? With, with guys, like with the amount of teams you play for and different countries. and. Yep. It's not, it's not, it's pretty limited the opportunities you get with one country once you get to coaching, isn't it? Yeah. Well, England coaches, they've got three now for this World Cup. Aussies. They've got Matthew Mott, their head coach. Right, David Saker, their bowling coach, and now Huss is their, right. their bowling consult or batting consultant. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into the T Twenty World Cup. Bit of a preview and a bit of a review. What happened on the weekend? Will Schofield, AJ Ty. The shoulder sports cast. We're going to do a bit of a World Cup. Here we go. New Zealand defeat Australia by eighty nine runs. An absolute pantsing. Did you see this one? Yeah, Australia's uh, World Cup defence has gone about as well as you manning Buddy Franklin, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, is, this, is this why you were 30 minutes late? You were coming up with that one-liner? <laughs> no. Hey? no, I thought about that yesterday. A <laughs> long plane trip. Now, um, what, what's going on here for Australia? What's happened? Uh, they, just, yeah, they, they just got done by a good team. Um, you know, the, the way that New Zealand came out of the blocks with Finn Allen smacking him he made 30 odd off about 10 balls yeah um and then Devin Conway is making a habit of it he'll just be the man they'll sit there and bat the whole innings at a decent rate and and yeah they pretty much knocked the Aussies out of the game in probably the first three overs when I think Stark went for 14 Hazelwood went for 15 and Cummins went for 13 or something like that they're all in the teens the first three Overs and then it's a long way chasing your tail after that. You might be a bit biased, but um, you know those those three guys you mentioned are all you know traditional Test bowlers in in my mind. Anyway, do do you think there's room for specialised short game bowlers T Twenty oh, squad? Oh, definitely. Um, they've got them in the squad. I mean, Josh Hazelwood has has transformed himself into the number one T Twenty bowler in the world at the moment. I think he is. Um, he's always been a, a good T Twenty bowler. I reckon the 2016 T20 World Cup that I was at, he was our best bowler by far. And then he, I don't think he played, he might have played two T20s between World Cups after that World Cup and the next one. So, um, 
yeah, uh, there, there's definitely scope for for specialists, but those guys are uh, a class, and yeah. Um, so Conway, you mentioned uh, scores the highest T20 score versus Australia in Australia ever. Mm. Australia scored their lowest score on Australian soil ever. Uh, New Zealand's win, um, it's their first win in the last 16 matches on Australian soil. So, groundbreaking from New Zealand. Yep. But Australia, what, how do you fix that? How do you turn that around in one game? Um, you just have to move on? Yeah. Yeah, T20 cricket, there's no, no time to dwell on what's happened or what's just happened like in the game before, sometimes even the ball before. You just got to let it go and you... You go again. Yeah. You just find a way to be better. Yeah. You just, yeah, hope they execute. Tim Southey, three for six. Yeah. Happy with that? Be very happy with that. Say his name, Southey or Southey? No, Southey, you got it right. Southey. Oh, my gosh. All right, so New Zealand moved to the top of the table on group, maybe group one, group one or two, one of those. England defeated Afghanistan here in Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, decent crowd there, five wickets, Barmy Army descends on Perth. You caught much from the Barmy Army over the years? Because um, you'd be down at fine leg, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, not overly too much because uh, the games that we played in, we we were getting smacked. I've played in in, in the UK. Um, yeah, so a couple a little bit those days, but more all in all, they were pretty pretty fine because we were getting hammered. Did you see this one, England Afghanistan? Yes, I did. We played well. Yeah, um, Sam Curran took five. Yep. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Mark Wood, bold speed of light. Your boy, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think England the bowlers did a really good job. They caught really well. I think Livo, uh, Liam Livingston took a really nice catch, and then steered the the team home with a bat with twenty odd or thirty odd not out. They were chasing a very paltry total. But how um how important is a good wicket keeper? Yeah, for bowlers. Go, yeah, really good. Yeah, they can get to bowls that. They should, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, good wicket keeper, especially for spinners. You don't want them missing uh, missing a half stumping chance or yeah, a little nick or something like that. Yeah, um, Sri Lanka defeat Ireland. Ireland, they come out of the group stages to play Sri Lanka. Who did Sri Lanka? Have Sri Lanka won a World Cup? I reckon they might have won a World Cup. Dan, can you have a look at that? I mean, Sri Lanka's no easy beat, but they smash Ireland. Um, yeah, Sri Lanka, they hit and miss. If they turn up, they'll play really well. Um, you know, they, I think they lost their opening game of the qualifying to Namibia. So, um, that they, they have, they have the tendencies that they are able to maybe not quite perform as well as they should. Yeah. But yeah, on their day, they can definitely turn up and beat someone. Well, well some of these qualifiers that have come out of the group stages. Are they any chance? Like, is there much point in having them there? Or like, it expands the game, but... Yeah, well, you know, you had Sri Lanka and West Indies, probably the two biggest teams that hadn't pre-qualified. Yep. Um, West Indies obviously didn't get through qualifying, but I think those two teams are definitely teams that could beat any team on, on their day. Yeah. Um, if they turn up and, yeah, I think... For Netherlands and for Ireland, the other two teams have made it through. It's just great potential for growth and learning and understanding what it takes to play at that level and it just takes their game forward that hopefully in, in years to come that they are a lot more competitive. Is um, 
Is is that noticeable? Like the the jumping grades, you know, playing. I don't know, local cricket with Scarborough compared to playing in the IPL or oh, international yeah. level. Yeah, massively. Huge, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so so, would some of those guys be coming out of effectively local island leagues to come play in this? Yeah, yeah. Some of them play in the UK, um, but most of them now, now that Ireland have become a test playing nation, they can't play in the UK. They have to play as an overseas. So right. um, there's a couple that still do it, but yeah – They'd probably just be playing cricket in Ireland, and obviously, if you're in that sort of environment where the standard court probably isn't as good for a long extended period of time, you know, you, yeah, it's always challenging to get better. Yeah. Um, so Sri Lanka, is that the, is that T20 they won? They won the 1996 T20. I don't think so. No, that'll be I, I wouldn't, 50 I, over. I wouldn't have. <laughs> Yeah. I wouldn't have thought D20's getting played back in 96, Daniel, but thank you for that. Um, give me the run shot back, please. You've, uh, you've completely butchered that. 2007, 2011, maybe. T20 started then-ish. Yeah, 2007, I reckon, was the first World Cup. Sri Lanka won the Asia Cup as well. Yep. They beat India and Pakistan pretty recently, didn't they? I think so. Yep. Yep. Um, India defeat Pakistan by four wickets at the MCG. This was a sellout at the MCG. Pretty incredible with no Australia there. Yeah, yeah, like uh, 90,000 people. That's a lot of people at yeah. a, a neutral game. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. So this talking about death bowling, which uh, you do. Uh, for what I could tell, this was a complete butcher job by yeah Pakistani team. Yeah, it was pretty tough. I think... Uh, and they had 28 off eight deliveries. Yeah, I think Nawaz, the guy who bowled the last over, he bowled a 12th over to Coley and Hardik, and I think he went for about 20. Right. So, captain, as he should have, was just trying to hold it back and take the game as deep as possible. Right. Um, but what hurt them ultimately, I reckon, was the last two bowls of Harris Ralph, who bowled the 19th over. Um or was it Shaheen Afridi? I'm not sure. I think it was Harris Ralph. Um, where Coley hit 6-6. Six, six. Unbelievable. So 28 off 8. The 8th ball. Yeah. Unbelievable shot. He's hit it back of the length. Stood up on it. Somehow hit it straight down the ground. It's almost near impossible to do what he did. And he hit it for 6. And then next ball flicked it for 6. And it changed the game massively to giving... You know, if, if even if those two balls had gone for... Four, yeah, you know they're they're so then two and two, then then Nawaz is defending what twenty four, yeah. So then four of those balls have to go for six, yeah. So I think in T Twenty cricket, quite often it's the penultimate over that makes makes differences. So yeah, he bearing in mind Nawaz did not bowl a good over, no. couple, couple of full bungers, couple of wides. What are you thinking of when you're running as a bowler at death death bowling? Well, what, are, you, are you trying to put it in the same spot? Are you trying to counteract what you think they're going to do? Like, yeah, in in that situation, um, you try and bowl whatever bowl you feel is going to go for one. Mm. Like, just run in and bowl whatever you can to go for one. Because if you get one or a dot, or your first three balls are almost the most important. Yeah. So if you can get three dots or three singles and that's you've got 13 off three they need so then uh, the pressure's on the batsman they actually have to hit a six 
What's that, and what's the hardest ball to hit for six? Like a like a wide Yorker type areas or probably. So yeah. why, why don't you just guys just do that every time? Um, well, it's you'd lo- you'd love to say that, but <laughs> you know how it's, how it's how, like, how hard is it to kick a ball football straight? Correct. Yeah. It's like why don't you just keep the goals every time? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it it is. Yeah, people always say, "Oh, you can't hit Yorkers for six. Why don't you to bowl Yorkers?" It's like, yeah. Okay, so you're trying to bowl a cricket ball that's yay big into a hole, sort of a box that's like that that big to be yeah. the perfect Yorker. Yeah, because you get it wrong. Yeah, batsmen move, batsmen go forward, they go back. If you bowl a Yorker and you get it wrong, it's probably the easiest bowl to hit. Right. So it's risk reward. Right. So That's interesting. Yeah. Because didn't, didn't you at a stage have all these different deliveries, like the, well, maybe you still do. Yeah. The, yeah. Naming them. Yeah. <laughs> the knuckleball Yeah I got the knuckleball What else you got? Uh, splitter The splitter What's the splitter? It's like split finger Slow ball Okay um, I don't know I d- didn't really name them but People got excited about that Yeah I just bowl them <laughs> I don't really name them I just bowl them <laughs> your, um, your lovely wife Bonnie Yes She um, She, she uh, Referred to you as A battler um, She said Ask him about uh, managing a Hungry Jacks store before you're a professional cricketer. Is, yep. that, is that where you came from? Yep. Managing Hungry Jacks? Yeah, Hungry Jacks, Glengarry. Oh, <laughs> Dan's yeah. local Hungry Jacks. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, that was my first job. Just a little fryer boy, just chucking things in the, the broiler and making burgers and then just decided I wanted more pay, so I worked my way up. $5.80 I started on, I reckon. Did you? Yeah, so... I wasn't wasn't too keen to work too hard for that, but <laughs> if you get up to management, you got you got into the teens per hour, I think. So, <laughs> so you were doing that while playing cricket or before cricket? Just club cricket, yeah. So I was sort of doing that um, while I was studying at TAFE, and um, yeah. His battler is that a good description, my body? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm always battling in life with something. <laughs> So, um, who's your pick for the World Cup this year? What's uh, um, what's it all looking like? It's a tough one, that. I think England are looking really good. Their squad is, is very, very well rounded out. I don't want to count the Aussies out. Um, who else is in the other group? Um, India and Pakistan always troublesome. Um, I reckon, actually, on a, in our conditions, India have got a pretty good bowling attack. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I reckon, yeah. What um, what about your international aspirations? Um, yeah, I'd still love to play. Yeah, for Australia, I'm I'm always ready. I think I'm bowling pretty well at the moment, and if I get the call, I'll get the call. But how does that work with selection? Is it is it just people watching you play, watching your stats? Got to keep bowling well. Consistency. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, they generally tend to get the selectors around. I think there'll be one selector with the Aussie team. So George Bailey, who's mainly the, the T20 selector, he, um, he'll be with the Aussie team at the World Cup. Um, and then I think Tony Dottermaid is the other bloke who just tries to get round to domestic cricket. I think I've seen him at every, every game that I've played in this year. He's been there. So, um, yeah, they, they just sort of do that. They chat to captains. They chat to... Um, yeah, they just chat and find out who's doing well. Obviously, observe, yeah, look at the numbers and stuff like that. So. And, and with with all the different competitions, with the different teams around, is is playing for your country. 
Is that is that what everyone wants to do? Yeah, it's still everyone, paramount. Yeah, everyone yep. drives for that. Yeah, yep, definitely. And um, yeah, okay. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's just a, it's a, it's a sport for cricket for mine now that it's got T twenty, one dayers test. You're saying T tens? Mm-hmm. What's a T ten? So it's ten overs aside. So it's how, how many overs do you bowl as a bowler? Two. Two. Fuck. <laughs> It is literally a batsman's game. Yeah, <laughs> you just, cricket already is a batsman's game, but yeah, I feel like bowlers are like defenders um, in footy. Like, you know, it's all, you're always hard, hard done by. It's hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Mind you, batsmen always think they're hard done by, but they get free hits, they get wides, they get all these extra chances. Yes, correct. We just got to run up and try and put it in an area. So a T10, what are you what are you happy with to get away with? You'd take 24, I reckon. 12 and over? Yeah, to a ball. <laughs> so as a bowler, getting employed in a T10 cop, you're just rolling in going, I oh, know I'm going to get spanked. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was going to use it as a uh, good lead-in for um, – if I if I was to play, I'd, I'd lead, use it as good lead-in towards Big Bash and just try to bowl two overs of Yorkers. Yeah. So I'd just have my death death game on point going it, into the Big Bash. It's like a test, the real stuff out in the middle, right? Mm. What about the 100? What's the 100? 100, 100 balls a side. Right. How many overs is that? So they like they five-ball sets instead of six-ball overs. Right. So you and, bowl sets. Yeah, and you bowl 10 balls from one end in a row. So say if I was to bowl the first five balls, if I bowled really well, I could still bowl in the next five. So I really? could bowl 10 balls in a row if I wanted to. Really? Yeah. Or I could bowl five, someone else could bowl five, and then – they swap ends. Do you like that? It's something different. I haven't played in it yet, so I don't know. But people have said that it's pretty good. It's over quickly. It doesn't drag on. A hundred. What's that? Fourteen. Uh, I don't know how many overs that is. Yeah, it's twenty sets of five, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> twenty sets of five. So how many sets can you bowl? Uh, four. Right. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, fair enough. Where's it gonna? Where where where's cricket gonna like? Do you, do you still like the traditional side of the game or is it yeah. you more for let's play some T5s? <laughs> T1s? <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? Is it going to keep going um, that, that way? Or? I don't know. I, I think there's still space in, and the market for, for all forms of the game. Um, you know, people still live, live, love and die by test cricket. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's more engagement in some of the younger generations coming through in, in the shorter formats, but... There's more brightness, colours, fireworks, etc. But yeah, I think there's still still the market for all three. Because if you're getting 200 people down to the state competition in Australia, like just putting my hand up, like I don't think that's a positive thing, hmm. right? I mean, that's not good for the sport, is it? You, you get more to a local game, wouldn't you? Um, not really. Like turning up Scarborough, you get probably 20 people there, yeah, 30 people, and they're mainly just parents of. Yeah, clubs, um, guys. One day games, you probably get a thousand, thousand people. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Is it, that just the sport? I don't know. I think maybe the the length of the games might have something to do with it. That people, you know, don't want to sort of sit there all day, but the diehards will. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's it's just one of those things that. Happens, I guess, and and you know, shield games are played. If they're played during the week, everyone's at school or work. And if they're on the weekend, they'll they'll get a few more. But all the kids are playing, generally playing club cricket or 
stuff. So the market sometimes isn't always there. Good. Who we got coming up, Dan? Who's uh, who's playing in the next couple of days in the T20 World Cup? Uh, let's see, 28th of today. Uh, Bangladesh, Netherlands today. Uh, South Africa, Zimbabwe. Bangladesh, Netherlands, South Africa, Zimbabwe. Tomorrow is Australia, Sri Lanka. Australia, Sri Lanka. That's here in Perth. Can you go? Probably. Do you like watching cricket? I love watching cricket. I'm a bit of a nuffy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it depends, actually. I think Bond's working, so she'll be out the game working. So I'll probably be at home watching it on the couch. Unreal. Looking after little Peyton. Peyton, looking after you. All right, there you go. World Cup preview, review for Shelter Sportscast. Done and dusted. AJ Ty, Will Schofield. Give me a look at my run sheet, please, Dan. Thank you very much. Dan. How you going, big fella? There we go, Shelter Footycast. You can use the email at footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Find us on Instagram, Shelter Footycast. Listen to uh, Southern Riverman boys. Find them on the national tour. AJ Ty will be down there at Busso. We'll see you there. See you there. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.